another After Dinner Disney from Hannah and Scott of Chance Do Disney. Good evening. Good evening. Um, what are we on? It's a, a Saturday today. Uh, and as usual, we've had our dinner and we're both just chilling out on the sofa. And we have a fully prepared episode today, which is a good thing. We're not just winging it. I haven't prepared anything. I don't even know what we're doing. Well, that's because, at least in this area of life, I'm the organised one. Yeah. Maybe not in any other area of life. No. <laughs> but, so what is it? What, we, what, what is Well, I think just because uh, last week we talked about Epcot, um, today we are going to talk about Hollywood Studios. So, Ooh. yeah, I thought maybe we'd do something else. That's the else, controversial but... one. It, what? Controversial why? Well, we might find out. It's controversial <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, so, before we get into it, uh, have you had a good week? Yeah. Yeah, not too bad. You've had quite the revelation uh, this week that is actually going to have quite a big impact on our Disney World trip next year. Right. It's a revelation that I was given, like, months ago. (laughs) Yes. That I've only just decided to actually do something about. Yes. Absolutely. And that revelation is? Um, So I was told I was celiac. Yeah, you have celiac disease. Um, About six months ago. And I've been living with it for a while, um, and I thought, well, do you know what? I'll go gluten-free for a week uh-huh. and to try it, because um, I'm really stubborn with stuff, and I love certain foods, so I didn't bother. Oh, would, did... that, would that be pizza? Yeah. And would, uh, that, would so, that be beer? So I've lived with all the pain and discomfort and side effects and things, and it's been an absolute nightmare, but I didn't know how bad they all were. And then, so I, I had this week where I went um, gluten-free... Yeah, for quite and a few my days. Life, I, I felt like I was 20 years old. Like, it was crazy. It was insane, like, wasn't it? It was absolutely crazy. That I have no idea what I've been living with for the last, oh, goodness knows how many years. But like, like, So, for you, the symptoms you experience with celiac disease is purely really different types of body pain. Because um, I think it lot, can be different for different people, can't yeah, it? Yeah, dramatic joint pain. Like, really dramatic joint pain, muscular pain, fatigue. Um, feeling really lethargic. But, oh, brain but, fog but, too. The brain fog, but but yeah. serious, serious joint pain, like, like bloating and stuff. But um, yeah, joint pain especially, and and, I, and that's been getting worse and worse and worse, um, and really hampering my movement. And then this week, I went a week without gluten free, and literally after a few days, yeah, I think forty eight hours like, actually. Yeah, I was like a yoga instructor. <laughs> Like, I just kept I've going, never... I'm so bendy, I'm so bendy. I'm so bendy. It's, I'm so bendy, it's crazy. <laughs> I can like put my hands on the floor, like without bending my legs, like fl- unbelievable. Yeah, oh, and then because um, you wanted to be doubly, doubly sure that it was definitely the gluten that was giving you the pain. So I wanted to prove it. So I didn't want to be like, all like, oh, do you know what? It's a, it's a placebo effect because I know I'm not eating gluten. So I thought, well, do you know what? Yesterday, Friday, I thought I had like didn't have any plans for the well i'll have a day back on gluten and i smashed it i went to mcdonald's oh you really smashed it i went to mcdonald's and had had food there in the morning and then i bought a pack of donuts in in um morrison's and Mm -hmm. took like oh those those chocolate those salted salted chocolate chocolate donuts donuts. damn i'm gonna miss those and then i had like pizza in the evening and last night well, see, we were supposed to be doing this yeah, I last was, night. I was in agony. I had like headaches, stomach cramps, joint pain. I was in absolute agony. Last and this night. is the thing: you've been living with this now, with this pain thing, like you say, for at least a couple of years. Yeah. And until you kind of have a decent break from it, you don't realise quite how bad it was. 
So the interesting thing then, so tying that all into Disney... Of course, um, naturally. ...is we, we might change our plans a bit because we were going to go just just to mix it up. Like We were planning on our next trip to not do any dining plan. Oh, no, sorry. Well, to, do, for, to, do, uh, yeah. to, do, to do just counter service rather than table service. Yeah, well, plan. first we were not going to have a dining plan, but then we thought, yeah, we'll just go counter service. We'll just counter go service. counter service. Um, and then just throw in, you know, pay cash money for a, a few... A couple of meals. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's made me think now that actually, because of, of choice, I know Disney do cater for, for um, you know, gluten intolerance and celiac disease and what, whatnot, and they do have gluten-free options at the counter service. But I don't think it's enough to like make me enjoy the food. Like you're eating it twice a day for two weeks. It's for quite a long stint, yeah. Yeah. Well, in so, actual fact, we're thinking we might even be there for what is it, sixteen nights in total. Yeah. If we do end up staying at Disney for the extra couple of nights, that's a long old stretch. It's it's, it's 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 a lot, and to try and do that, just eating special pizza, special chicken nuggets, and. Uh, what is that it <laughs> no i think there are other options i mean particularly where you've got you know more um diverse meals particularly in epcot i mean sunshine seasons you can have more choice i think it's a tuli canteen you get more choice there as well and of course there's always barbecue options as well um i hear that flame tree barbecue in animal kingdom is really really good for gluten but it's, it's, I, I think it's still more challenging whereas with a with a sit-down meal I can have, have you know, steak, potatoes, vegetables, essentially everything for the most part. I just can't have anything with, with, with any grains in it. So I can't have your pasta. I can't have um, any well, bread. No, or... but you can have alternatives because what I have heard from a couple of people that I've spoken to already and from a little bit of reading that I've done is that quite often in some of the restaurants there will be a chef that will sometimes even come out and see you and either change up an existing dish on the main menu to to fit your needs a little better or make you something from scratch um you know they'll do special mickey waffles if you want them so you don't miss out completely what on is, all the special treats what's cool though because on the last trip we went to um Biennapoli. Biennapoli? yeah Biennapoli. we went to Biennapoli. Yeah. so and the good thing was it was poop you really didn't enjoy it. No. So, I'm not going to miss the whole pizza thing because I don't like it there anyway. <laughs> well, that's fair. So, yeah. So, so you know, it might mix up the uh, the plans for next year. We might just go back to table service. Have another table service. But I can't, I can't eat a homecoming. Oh, it's like my well, favourite. Yeah. Did you... Uh, you were going to check out the menu there. Did you see if they had a, an allergy menu? No, they might do. No, I, uh, they might make special batter for the chicken, but I don't know. Bah. You miss yeah, that chicken and gutted. donuts. Yes, yeah, so where's well, the donuts as well? Chicken yeah, and donuts, exactly. my favourite thing. And uh, the pecan pie. I know. Oh. I might just have to go and get myself a slice of the pecan pie behind your back. Yeah. Well. Oh, so we we'll have to see if Blaze Pizza do you a, a gluten freeze pizza because I, I I do need to go there again and I know Kai will want to I go know, there again. But I like deluxe burger as well. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, that's so that, that that's that's um well, that's just, what's happened this week. Overall, I have heard that that if you're going to eat anywhere gluten free, Disney's the place to do yeah. it. So I think we'll figure it out. Yeah, the, the choices are there, and, and I'm not saying they're not. Um, but I think I will be. I will be less bored of food and it won't be such a chore to do table service because whatever restaurant you're eating with table service, they will do something and it will be a good variety across a broad menu. Where quick service, let's face it, quick service is, is quite limited at the best of time. There's there's very set things that you're going Depending to get. Depending on where you service. go. Yeah. yeah, for the most part. Um, so to then try and narrow that down to like, you know, 
Oh, and you know the best thing? Two good things. Two good things. Okay, one small good thing. Yeah. Uh, there's loads of gluten-free options at Food and Wine, so you won't have to miss out there, and you'll still get to have your fillet steak at Calendar. Yeah. So that'll be good. But secondly, just overall for the whole trip, you get to enjoy the trip for the first time, at least in a couple of trips, where you're not in pain the entire time. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> so I'm still feeling a bit like like poop today. It's gonna be a couple of days until I like feel as I did earlier this week. And um, you start being all bendy. All bendy. I like Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that, that's kind of been the big big theme of this week, I think. So far, I feel like Mrs. Incredible. Do you what? Like, cause you got a big butt. I haven't got a big. Oh, butt. she's quite stretchy. Well, she is called Elastigirl. She is called Elastigirl. Yeah. Okay. Wow, you don't even know. No, the I totally didn't click with that. Wow. Maybe maybe we should take that as a sign to move on. Go then. It's enough about me. <laughs> so uh, Hollywood Studios. Yeah. I have made notes for this, and I did quite a little bit of research yeah. on the interwebs. Yeah. And uh, and we even sat and watched a couple of YouTube videos of certain things that we kind of had patchy memories of, just to kind of get into the swing of things. I think I think I deliberately raised the memories. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what what where does Hollywood Studios rank on your? You know, if you're ranking all four major parks, see, this is where the, does it sit in your current? See, four? well, this is where it's controversial, right? So, because um, Animal Kingdom was always my bottom park, always number four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that's moved up now because um, because I don't know. I think I'm just beginning to appreciate it a little more. I don't like spending a whole day there. I'm literally I want to go there for. A few hours. Yeah. I say a few hours, you know, like four or five hours. Until like one, two o'clock. I'd rather go in the evening. Yeah. Evening, I, yeah, evening's I get, yeah. better. Yeah. So so go there just before it gets dark so you see it in the daylight. And then, especially, I'm mean, talking about Pandora, really. Yeah. But the whole park looks better. Like the, the um, projection mapping on the Tree of Life is amazing. Yeah, sure. Um, it's cooler. Yeah, definitely. Because that is a swampy park. It's you get well beefy. It's always really hot at Animal Kingdom. I mean, obviously we're we're there in August every time, but it's really warm, and it just the air feels the humidity so much higher, it's, and it's hard to escape because it's so spread out. It's just, but with all the vegetation and stuff, it yeah. really holds that heat and moisture and humidity. And so, um, but yeah, I, I'm starting to appreciate it. I, I'll appreciate it even more when I get rid of the of, of the. the yeah. Dino all right. Land. All right. Moving on. Anyway, this is not about Animal Kingdom. Don't the reggae. I know. Um, but holiday, holiday Studios? Wow. Hollywood Studios. Um, I think... So the, the reason it's controversial is that Galaxy's Edge is one of my favourite things. Mm-hmm. But I almost see it as a separate part. Yes, like, you've said like, this before. Like, like, you have to just walk through Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. It's like a corridor to get to the Galaxy's Edge park. And that's... Um, that's the con- so, that, that's the shame, and 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 I don't like feeling that way because I remember back in 2012 thinking that, like like Hollywood Studios was really cool, but now you've got I think I don't know. Do you want me to go run through all my no, things? No, because you want- might start answering things I've got in yeah. my notes here. So, so uh, you're saying at the moment, at the moment uh, it's uh, number the- four as Hollywood Studios, the park. Mm-hmm. Like Spaceballs, the movie. Use the shorts. Um, Hollywood Studios, the park, is number four. Yeah. But Galaxy's Edge is like, boom, right up there. Love it. But I, I'm kind of separating them. Okay. 
Okay, no, and no I, I have I, to. I have to yeah, for, for this. I, I purpose, can allow that. I have to. I, I, I kind of have to agree with you. I mean, you know, wow. you agree with me on something. I do. Wow. I do agree with Making you on this. this. Overall, at the moment, it's well. Overall, at the moment, it's actually probably my number three. Um, Animal Kingdom probably still is my number four. Um, I don't think any park that has flight of passage in it can be number four. Well, no, it's my number four. Anyway, um, but like you say, wow. Galaxy's Edge is almost almost feels a little bit separate. Um, and but in a good way. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And, and I like the fact that it feels separate because it is. You feel like you are somewhere else, and and that's brilliant. I think they've done an excellent job of that. Yeah. But I kind of think that, you know, that they could have almost made another park out of Star Wars. With the there's, hotel, there's and definitely else. there's definitely enough going on and enough yet to be made that in that, the Star that Wars could universe happen. that that could have happened. Yeah, um, and the hotel, like I said. Talking of first impressions of uh, Hollywood Studios, first time I went uh, was the year it opened in '89. I don't have too many memories of it. Um, Still MGM Studios. It was MGM Studios. Um, the things I remember most are uh, the Great Movie Ride, um, which I loved, except for the section with aliens. I would close my eyes because I was terrified of the alien. Um, and then... That Sigourney Weaver animatronic, Ripley, was probably the worst animatronic. It's like she had like <laughs> a, a twitch in her neck. Like she needed it was, to really... it was just... like that little that little fella on the um, Three, Three Caballeros with the like twitchy foot. That's his foot's fixed. <laughs> yeah, it was fixed, wasn't it? Yeah. I, 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 I was deliberately filming him last time, and it's fixed. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did love Great Movie Ride, and the other thing I do remember, and I've got photos of it, and I've I have posted them on Instagram before. Um, we were when we were there, Star Tours was still under construction, so all you could see were like the big tree trunks of Endor, and um, you're so old. Yeah, I know. I was. Eight years old at the time, I think. I guess, and um, and there were like construction walls, and they had like a comic strip of R two D two and C three PO talking about the ride coming the following year or something like that. Um, other than that, I don't remember too much. Oh, and I I went on the tram tour as well. I remember that too. Um, so the first time you went was twenty twelve. Yeah. And when I was thinking about the differences between the first time I went and the first time you went. The biggest difference was the Sorcerer Mickey hat, which wasn't there originally and for some time, but it was pretty much the first thing you would have seen entering that park in 2012. Yeah, and do you know what? Part of me misses it. A part at the mo- because at the moment, like, like Hollywood Studios doesn't have a focal point. Uh, what? Uh, Hang on. I would disagree with you. Go on then. Because of the Chinese theatre, but, but carry on. But, but because it's closed... And has been for for way longer than it needed to be. Mm-hmm. It is just a building that that doesn't do anything, you know. And I think that's what be, Hollywood Studios has been in a state of flux for so long, and it still is. And now you've got Galaxy's Edge built. What's going to happen? There's so many other things that now, now need to change. It's, it's like you know, still don't know what's happening with Tower of Terror. Still don't know when, if, or whatever's happening with. Um, uh, Aerosmith rock and roller coaster because you know is that going to get an, a, a new overlay is that going to stop being Aerosmith what, what's happening with that because um, the one in pa- Paris is gone now yeah um, but you know Indiana Jones 
Uh, I don't know how relevant that is now. So I see what you're saying, really, I guess, about the the Chinese theatre not being a focal point. I think the reason I think about it being the main focal point in the way that the castle is or the way that Spatial Perth is, is because it was the big deal the first time I saw it and that's why it sticks. And I think that's probably why, for you, you missed the hat because it was the first thing you saw the first time you went there. And, yeah, it is a bit weird now because... Not just because of the fact that the Chinese theatre is closed, but that Star Wars stage that... I don't know if it is still there. I'm guessing it is still there. That's kind of between you and the Chinese theatre when you go in. That also kind of blocks out the the view, but it's not a big enough focal point for it to be a thing. So, yeah, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe it doesn't kind of have anything at the moment. But I don't... I think that... Um, I mean, this is probably something to go on to in a minute, but the... Uh, I think there's too much Star Wars in the whole park now. There definitely uh, is. There, well, there, there should have been. It's a plan. too spread out. Yeah, there should have been a plan to to resolve that for when Galaxy's Edge opened, but I, I think I, I struggle a little bit with with the this the the Chinese theatre changing from a ride about movies mm-hmm. to Mickey's Runaway Train. Runaway Railway. Okay. Um, have you seen that movie, Mickey's Runaway Railway? It's not a movie. But that's that's my point. Yeah. Is it's Hollywood Studios, right? And it should be about movies. So the 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 Chinese theatre was the great movie ride, which was a, a really good focal point. And my thoughts were that, that to upgrade that, just update it. You could do it, update it every couple of years. That either the whole thing or swap bits about with with new Disney movies. Disney owns such a vast you know, like a plethora of movie franchises now that it can tie in bits from the Marvel universe, it can tie in some of the animation stuff, it can tie in some classics, it can bring in Star Wars, whatever, and have scenes from new movies in there. And I think that's what we thought they were going to do for a very long time. I mean, I just, of all the things, going back, of all the things that they could have changed in, in Hollywood Studios before we even knew that Galaxy's Edge was coming, I think the last thing that we thought that would have changed would have been the great movie ride. I mean, that was just, I guess, because the whole idea behind that part when it first opened was that it was a kind of look behind the scenes at the movie making industry. That seemed like such a staple of of that theme that it wasn't going to go anywhere. So it was actually a real shock when it closed down. And and like I said, all it needed was modernising. It just needed to update the the content to reflect what people are looking at now. You know, the the quality of the animatronics on the ride and and the, the the subject matter i mean they could still do different older movies if they want to hark back to stuff but just update it cuz all the animatronics and the scenes were quite old they cool definitely nostalgic were. and cool yeah. but old um and and not necessarily relevant for like you know the people that are going today but yeah i i don't i don't understand the move to to bring mickey into that building especially it being the chinese theater and I think that's why it's lost its focal point because it is no longer a focal point in the park from a ride point of view. And it's not about being a ride, but it's almost just, it just disappears now into the background. And yeah, you've got the Star Wars stage, which blocks it out anyway. Um, yeah, I would have liked to have seen more just... Uh, uh, but here's the thing, that, that, that I think the idea is that the park has now changed from this concept of being a look at movie making 
to actually a place where you can immerse yourselves in the movies. So I guess that was part of the reason for changing uh, Great Movie Ride into something else. But like you say, it is unusual it's that not it's a not a movie and therefore like something you know already that you can then immerse yourself in. But I think we have to kind of reserve judgment to some extent because they've been very tight-lipped about everything going on inside that attraction. And we may well be eating our words very soon when it opens in March, I well, think. Well, I'm, I'm not knocking the attraction. I mean, it, uh, it, it, it might be the best ride experience on Disney property. Doubt it. But it might be. <laughs> um, but even so, that's still like, beside the point. It, it's, not, it's not a movie. And it doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, it might just be me, but I, 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 I don't quite understand that move because, and I guess it's difficult with Disney because they've got to put, you know, their their product is movies, so uh-huh. it spreads, you know, for the most, you know, I know you have things like Epcot and and whatnot that 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 and Animal Kingdom that are outside of that, you know, bubble. It's not about what's in a movie. Um. But where you've got things like, you know, obviously the Guardians ride opening in Epcot, which is, you know, slightly different to Epcot from where you had like, you know, Mission Space, Spaceship Earth, Test yeah. Track, which aren't movies. You know, I find it weird that, 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 that you know, that would go into Epcot, but the, the Mickey ride would go into the Studios Park, where almost you could reverse them and that might make a bit more sense. Yeah. You know, I know it doesn't fit the theming of Epcot and I get the spacing, I get the time, I'm not... It's right, it works. I don't have a problem with it. But yeah, I still think Chinese Theatre. And I miss the Great Movie Ride. I love that kind of ride. We did both really, really, really love that ride. What was your favourite bit of that ride? Um, I think it was the Wizard of Oz. Because yeah. I think, like, like, I love Aliens and that was cool. But I think because it's, cause it, 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 it's quite old tech. Like, I'm sure when it came out, that was awesome. But now... Like I said, Ripley, Ripley looked like she was like marginally epileptic, stood in the <laughs> corner. You wanted to turn off the strobe lights to stop so her from twitching. She just looked had the weirdest look of horror on her face. And yes, it's a horror movie, but it just... She did have bad hair, though. If you, if you had that hair, you'd probably... That, that wig stylist was not paying attention to the movie. But the, 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 the two like aliens were cool, but I think, yeah, it's just old animatronic. But the set was amazing. If I could like lift that set... And like have it brought into a room in my house. Oh, with the alien coming through the c- ceiling as well. Yeah, but just the, sh- just the ship design would be cool. But I'd love, yeah, I'd love on the aliens. That that was really cool. Um, but Wizard of Oz. Yeah, because it because when you watch the Wizard of Oz, it it it, it looks like a set. You know, it doesn't look like it's. It's not like when you watch Aliens and it looks like a real spaceship. Oh no 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 yeah, yeah. Wizard, of Oz Wizard of Oz looks, looks like, like a set. set. Yeah. So so they were able to recreate it. Perfectly yes. in the great movie, right? It looked exactly because like because I think the all the colours, the yeah. colours are so unnatural, are co- aren't they? And I love that song, and I love Munchkins. So you know, it's just awesome. And and yeah, I just like I am um, when when I was a kid, that was my favourite scene as well. And actually, it was because of the witch. And although I kind of found the witch a little bit scary because I found lots of things scary when I was little, I actually what I appreciated even at eight years old was how well that animatronic moved 
back then i guess that was probably disney's most advanced animatronic at that time and she felt real to me totally real to me um and i was fascinated i would i would get in the ride and be really excited to get to that part to see her again because i just found it so fascinating but you're right the set was amazing and it was really really cool i just wanted to join the lollipop guild did you yeah you're a bit too tall yeah and your voice is a bit too deep yeah well you know i could have got some helium and knelt down <laughs> but lollipop guild i didn't want that silly like kiss curl thing what was it? it was Glenda was like the good witch. Glinda. Glinda. Glinda the good witch. Yeah. Of the east. Was she the east? Yeah, because yeah. it was the wicked witch of the west that got. No. No. No, it was her sister, that was under the house. Yeah. And where does Green Lady come well, in? Essentially, there? we're missing a witch. Yeah. Whatever happened to the fourth witch? I don't know. What can you be a witch and like like. The northeast. I don't know. Because like, if you're like a Geordie witch, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've got a wicked witch in the west. You've got the east, it's south, north. Maybe I don't know. We're, I think we're missing a witch because there's one under the house. There's Glenda, Glinda, whatever the good witch. Yeah. There's the wicked witch of the west with the flying monkeys. Yeah. We're missing a witch. There's like a compass witch yeah. somewhere that we're missing. Am I the wicked witch of the southwest? Well, you could be, but that's what I'm saying. Is is how how how, like, how many as witches are go, how are they divisible by the compass? <laughs> this sounds like a GCSE question. Yeah. I can't answer it. <laughs> you have one compass and eight witches. <laughs> <laughs> Plot on a map where each witch. I yeah. can't do it. Uh. Yeah, that's a weird one. So, no, there, there, there is still... So, that's the next movie. That's the next movie. That could be Disney, the next movie. Disney... And we talked about them making a, a Wizard of Oz movie. Well, didn't that's we? it. There, there is, there a, there is a, a witch missing. There you go, indeed. I'm sure all those Imagineers and scriptwriters are all listening right now. Yeah, well, t- to be honest, that the other movie ideas I've had whilst we've been doing this podcast probably trump that one. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so, you know, not just Great Movie Ride, since. Let's say we both went together for the first time in 2012. Yeah. There's been an awful lot that's changed in that time. And um, so that's what, like seven, seven years since we first went almost. Yeah. Um, so I made a bit of a list of things that have gone since we first went together. Um, first one, I'm just going to just touch on very quickly because we never even did it when it was there and we were never interested and that was the American Idol experience which was one of those weird things what's it doing in a is Disney that down park by the ABC commissary it, it's in well what's in there now is the Frozen sing-along show oh, no, in that theatre yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't done that either yeah so yeah whatever that's gone weren't even interested um, other things that have gone uh, we've already mentioned Great Movie Ride, that's kind of next on my list. Uh, you had the Lights, Motors, Action show, which was round by the tram tour. Did we ever do that in the States? No, we like, never so did So we've it. done it like a million times in Paris. A million times in and, Paris. And I wanted to do it in the States, because obviously it's it's exactly the same vehicles, yeah. the same set, the, the same, same show, stunts, everything. everything. I just wanted to hear it in English. Yeah. <laughs> what um, been I nice. never did. I never is it, did. Is it in partial English in Paris? I think it is. Oh, no. Oh, I say it is, it's still going, isn't it? It was going when we were there last year. Uh, why aren't they binning it off? Because they've taken down, like, Rock and Roller Coaster. Aren't they binning it off for... It like, will be binned off the, for, the, for whatever the they're building next. The frozen marble yeah. land stuff. Yeah. Um, 
it, like like random intermittent like stuff thrown in in English. From yeah, what I remember. But, but I wanted French. to see it in in like proper English. But I say proper English, mm. American. Yeah. Secondary English. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> lots of tweets from Americans. Now. <laughs> Ooh, secondary. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. With your silly spelling. <laughs> Aluminium. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Caramel. <laughs> that's that's what. Yeah, I won't go there. I'll, I'll upset. American Aluminum fans. caramel. <laughs> Aluminum caramel. That's a band name. It is. I'll get that on a t-shirt. Yeah. I'll wear that on a t-shirt. Next time we go to, to Disney, I'll wear that. Aluminum on a caramel. Okay. Um, other things that have gone since we left. Yeah. Um, you've got the two D version of Star Tours. Obviously, it's uh, changed into the three D version. Wasn't it always three D? I just thought it just added the extra. Um, stuff from the, the ah, looking at my notes movies. actually I, I, I'm surprised I put this in here so um, Star Tours was always 2D and then it did change to, to 3D it actually got introduced to uh, to Hollywood Studios in 2011 so it was introduced just before we arrived however but before then it was the 2D version which we'd always ridden on in Paris and it had instead of um, C-3PO piloting your aircraft your speeder it was rex as in rex in dj the D- rex, in, DJ rex. Yeah. and and there was do you not remember anything of it this was i actually thought to myself we should have watched this on youtube How, are yesterday. you talking about paris you're talking about hollywood studios hollywood studios had this version as well yeah but it was it was 3d right in 2012 in 2012 it was 3d but that's yeah. when i went yeah but but it previously that had the same version that I we wasn't had there, in paris as well you weren't there this shouldn't even be on the list so but that yeah, so it changed. The only change was that it added in all the new scenes from the more recent movies. Yeah, because so, before then, Star Tours was just one, mo- like one ride movie, one storyline, and it was the same every time that you went on it. Do you remember? You remember that bit? The only bit I remember is when you were flying through all those like ice crystals, and then there was a bit. I think you flew through the Death Star at one point. Yeah, pretty sure that happened. But that that was the old two D one, and then the it, then, one, then, yeah. It, then yeah, they added in all the movies. Um, we need to come back to Star Tours because that's obviously quite a big. Um, yeah, we were we will definitely come back to Star Tours. Um, other things that you have um, that are now gone, uh, the writers' stop is gone. I missed that. I missed the writers' stop. So that was, if anybody doesn't know, it was uh, just to the side of the entrance to Sci-Fi Dining. Um, and it was kind of hidden because it was on right on a corner. Yeah. Um, and it was a tiny, tiny little bookshop, cafe. coffee shop. And yeah, it was a bookshop. It was. It. it you felt like um, you'd stumbled on a really nice little kind of independent little bookstore. Um, that, and it had all bookcases at the back and some nice like high tables and stalls. And they had awesome. cakes and drinks and that kind of thing. It was so cozy. Uh, they, they've done a little like homage to that in um, the uh, the what's called it tap the baseline tap house. Well, tap that's house. what that's exactly where baseline tap house is now. It literally sits on the same footprint. Yeah. So yeah, I think they have. There's the letters that say writers stop. I think it says writers stop, and it's like um, printing press yeah. letters or something apparently. Um, but yeah, I, I, I miss that place. I that miss cool. it too. I think it had a bit of a sort of cult following. Um, it was just one of those places where I think just so many people walked past it, they didn't even really it was, consider it. You it. could go there because it was really small. And so you could go there and have a coffee. And it wasn't like a lot of the, the, the places at, uh, on Disney property where, you know, it's canteen style and it's full of like a million people all like rushing around and kids uh-huh. screaming. It was li- like the size of a small high street 
bookshop stroke coffee shop. Yeah, it felt like you were actually stepping very temporarily out of the park. Yeah, yeah, for it a few was moments. Cool. In fact, when I was reading about it um, last night, because I just wanted to ch- check on exactly where it was, um, I was reading, I think, a blog by a, a, a local Floridian who would just go there and, and hang out like it was his local cafe, because it just had that feel about it. It didn't yeah, it feel did. like a theme park. No, that was cool. It was that. really, really good. Um, so, yeah. Rest in peace, writer stop. And the funny thing is, we were going to go to Baseline Tap this year because we were like, we need to go and see it because it's right on the footprint of writer stop. And we didn't go to Baseline Tap House, did we? No, it all got taken over by that. Our time got taken over by Galaxy's, Galaxy's Edge. Edge. Yeah, for sure. It'll be different next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so other things that have gone. Uh, the tram tour. Woo-hoo! Which is funny, and and I keep coming back to Disneyland Paris, and 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 the reason being is um, obviously Disneyland Paris has. Uh, Disneyland, their their kind of Magic Kingdom park, um, but they also have their Studios Park, and so we before we ever went to Florida together, we spent many years going to Disneyland Paris, and our our frame of reference for a Disney Studios slash movie park was the Paris version, um, and it had many elements of the American parks in there, didn't it? So it set up our expectations for Florida in a certain way, and then. Florida just kind of smashed them all, really. And the tram tour (laughs) was one of them, because the tram tour in Paris is awful. No, I don't... No, see, I don't... I I think they were very similar, because the tram tour, like, changed so much over the years in Florida from being that big, epic, behind-the-scenes backlot through the the film studios and everything else that Mm -hmm. used to be there. But the, the version... The last version that I went on before it closed, was very similar, you know, bar the props, to to Paris. It was shortened down a lot. I I guess I'm being unnecessarily harsh because I did go on that extra long version where you had more behind-the-scenes stuff, more walking around, viewing different things and being shown different areas before you even made it to the tram. And then the tram tour itself was that much longer with extra things. And I even remember a bit where we got out and had a walk around a kind of Roger Rabbit-themed area um and so then going from that and that memory to the one at paris which is a lot shorter i yeah the thing is i just i just don't like the tram tour like i remember when i first did it in paris and i thought you got the rain of fire bit which obviously wasn't in the states which was like really weird because it's a really small like like not many people have seen that movie anyway. Yeah, it's an obscure movie. So they've to got that massive that. like Rain of Fire studio set up, that, and you just get the the, the dragon flames coming out. It's of the a manhole. bit anticlimactic, isn't it? Because well, you you want to see the dragon, right? Yeah. You want to see like an animatronic dragon or something, but it's just it's just some flames. It's like, it's like the start of of a Ramstein gig. <laughs> um, but then um, Catastrophe Canyon. Now that that's cool when you do it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And for the second time, when you've done it about 30, 40 times, which is what you end up doing, going to Paris so often, because um, there's not a lot to do in the studio park oh, in Paris. Yeah, when there's not a lot. So, you know, so, so that gets really... Ups- and So you're you know, saying so that when you came to Florida and you did Catastrophe Canyon there, you were like, like uh, it's just a bit warm. And I'll tell you what as well, though, is I always get confused. And right up until last night when we were talking about it, I, I always confused the bit at the beginning of the tram tour in Florida... Where they did like the Pearl Harbor thing with like the, um, like the machine guns in the water and stuff. Oh, that little bit when you first Just, come out of the queue, yeah, the very yeah. first part. Yeah. Um, I was I was confusing that, and it's always been in my head that that used to be on the um 
Oh, what was that ride in Universal you, Studios? Disaster. Disaster. Yeah. I always thought that was part of Disaster at the beginning. Um, and then... You, well, they were kind of a similar well, they, they thing, were, weren't but, they? But I, 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 because it isn't in Paris, and I had put the two tram tours as being so closely similar, I just thought that bit was in Disaster in Universal Studios. Yeah. But then, like, the walk through, the, all the props and stuff, and I just didn't, didn't like it. And then it was just boring. Like, looking at cars that I, I'm not even... It, just props of stuff. It just you were it more, you were more all about the thrill rides. I think no, I, I just think it's because it's not. Um, I just didn't don't think the props were very good. The things that they had on show, like twenty cars from Dick Tracy. I'm not watching Dick Tracy. <laughs> but twenty. Who wants to see twenty cars? Just show the one main car. Yeah. You know? It wasn't like it had the the best props from the best movies. Like it had, like, like. The poop props from the obscure movies, and that, that that's the like, same for Paris and. Like, I never watched Dinotopia, and literally three quarters of like the Paris the, the ride yeah. is just Dinotopia props, or like a plane from Pearl Harbor, another movie that panned, and that's the same. In, I, I yeah, I don't like it. Okay, um, there's only one more item on. And the it's list. really slow. You want it to go really fast? <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's so slow, and then it goes around that. It does does like a Yui and comes back round. The same way you went. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? yeah. I've got to see it all again just from like turning my head to a different side. Yeah. Didn't like it. Oh, well, it's long gone now. Yes. Um, the only other thing I've got on this list um, is the well, streets, streets. Yeah, that's gone. Streets of America. I missed that. You missed that? Yeah. Mr. Wise Guy's merchandise stand. Uh, I, I think, um, I think Disney need to remember and I think you know that they're, they're, people like well I say people like I'm not going to survey I like um, the whole tactile experience of walking around somewhere that I know isn't real but feels real which is essentially what Galaxy's Edge is and the streets of America was that it felt like being in an American street mm-hmm. but I wasn't but I would want the buildings to be real, so you could go in there, or they were something going on in there, and you could experience yeah. that. And that's the kind of stuff I like, and that's what I like in Universal, because you walk around those streets, and you can go in there, and there's shops or bars or pizza. Yeah. And and so I enjoy that kind of thing, um, and I think it could have been used more. And I know you decorate it and have the the Christmas lights and that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think more could be made of it. Um, I know it was there for a long time and stuff, but I do miss that. I do miss that. I kind of miss it. I think what, what I am most sad about is that I never got to see the Osborne, Osborne family spectacle of lights at Christmas. Um, no. Because it just looked absolutely stunning and it was very, very loved by a lot of people. And I think they were all rather shocked when they found out it was going because I think Disney basically just announced that it was going and then took it away very quickly. Um so it was it was a big deal for it to go, and I just I just I've seen it plenty of times on vlogs and things, and I just wish I would have gotten the chance to see it firsthand. But um, it will will never be the case now, which is a bit sad. So it, it feels like I'm, I'm I'm being really negative about Hollywood Studios, and mm. I think because because I feel like it could be so amazing, mm-hmm. And I just feel it's just just missing the mark. So I'm not I'm not I'm I'm probably being overly critical. I love it. I do love the park, and I get you know I wouldn't miss it. Um, 
But I think that there's there's a lot of changes that still need to happen. Oh yeah, and there there's plenty of there's plenty of parts in this this list I've got going where I know that you're going to be a lot more emphatic and you're going to have a lot more positive things to say. Um, when I was making that list of of things that have since left, mm. there was one item I did keep separate, and it's just because it wasn't there when we first arrived in 2012, and it arrived and then it also left very very quickly. And that is the legend of Captain Jack Sparrow, that which we did weird. mention in the last week's podcast. That was, that was so weird. Like, I kind of, I kind of want to do it again to kind of just experience. Well, the we weird. just did it the once, didn't we? I tell you what, I think think part of its reason for kind of happening was, and I may be way off the mark here, but um, when Forbidden Journey opened up in uh, Universal Islands of Adventure. Um, in the queue and in parts of the ride, but mostly in the queue, you've got those sections like when you go um, into that room and Ron and Hermione and, and Harry come out onto the balcony and it's mm. done with that like, it looks like a hologram, but it's just kind of yeah, the projection, projection yeah. and that kind of thing. I feel like Disney saw that and went, oh, we can do something like that. And they just built a set with a pirate ship and pop one of those screens in and you know they owned Johnny Depp at that time. Well, I think it was weird because you had because you had Midway Mania down at the bottom. Or was that not open? That, yeah, that was open. Midway Mania opened, I think, the year before we, but, we arrived but in 2012. You had, you had nothing down there. So you had this massive long area to get to Midway Mania, and it was really disjointed. It felt Pixar place. Pixar place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they they stuck it in there, which again is an, is a weird place to do it. But it's like they they had this space, and I don't know what was in there before. Yeah, um, I was trying to work that out because it was basically between was between it? Midway Mania and um, like One Man Bay. No One, War, Man's, One Dream. Man's Dream, yeah. and I think I tell you what I think that I think the building got knocked down to make the walkway through to Toy Story Land in the end, so that that building itself doesn't exist anymore. Well, yeah, I don't know what was in it before uh, Captain uh, Jack. After the Captain Jack thing left, it was just a big room with aircon. Yes, and that's all it was. It, it was yeah, a and cool some benches. Room. Yeah, it was yeah. really weird. But it was, um, yeah, I, I don't know why with that Jack Sparrow thing. And, and I don't remember that much about it. And it was what was weird, though, is because, you know, you've got Pirates of the Caribbean in um, Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And, but it wasn't, it was weird because it wasn't, obviously it wasn't a ride. You, you went in and just stood in, in a room. And, and do you know what? As a very short person, uh, standing in a room with a lot of other people and having to kind of really tip your head back to look up and see yeah. Captain Jack, it wasn't the most comfortable of attractions for me. It, like, it was it was interesting, but yeah, it was it was there literally for it five was, minutes. It was and, crowd control, wasn't it? Because there was, again, and that, that, I think that's the common theme, at the, like the thread running through Hollywood Studios, is that it's been in this continual state of change and flux and it's still... It needs to go through it even more. Yeah. Even, you know, and probably especially now that Galaxy's Edge is open, because if you've got Star Wars in its own place, there's so much that needs to change at the front now. Yeah, definitely. Including definitely. Launch Bay. Well, um, fast forward through to this year. Yeah. Um, there were two major new things, certainly for us to try out, because they both didn't open this year. Um, but the first major thing for us to try out was... Toy Story Land. 
Yeah. I want to say Toy Story Playland, but I think that's the name of it in Paris. Again, we had a certain level of expectation because Paris Studios Park has its own Toy Story Land with very different attractions, actually. Um, and the one in Paris is very, very small. Everything is very, very packed very tightly together. It, it is, but it, but it works. And I think, do you know what? It, it's, it, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's because, you know, with, with like Pandora mm. and... And with Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge, the theming's going to be like, like really dramatic, mm-hmm. right? The textures, the lighting, and stuff. Um, and and I, I I found it in 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 Paris when Toy Story Land opened there that it looks. I was going to sound really bad, but it looked cheap. Isn't the right word, but. Because it's because it's, it's toys, it's, it's plastic, basic. It's plastic toys You're using the yeah. connect blocks and stuff. Sure. It's very simple. Yes. Um, it's not like simple's a nice word. Yeah, it, it's not wow. You know, when you go into Pandora, wow. Yeah. You know, when you when you go into Galaxy's Edge, wow. When you just see like some big connect blocks, it's like it's cool. It's clever. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm people are going to absolutely slate me for this. I know, but I just I. Maybe because I'm so used to Paris that seeing it in Florida, because it wasn't any different. So you're not, you are you saying you weren't more impressed by Florida because that I was so much more impressed by the one in Florida than I was no, uh, so what I saw in Paris. Rides, so much yeah. better. Rides, yeah, but the theming is is just much of the the same. Really. It definitely feels more open in Florida. I feel uh, like more, the pads yeah, are wider. Yeah. Um, there's well, also more going on as well because um, in Paris you don't have any um, places to eat or any refreshments or anything like that. It literally just is the attractions and that's it. Um, so well, I think the- that's that's the overall like you know no matter what part of the parks or which park you're talking about that's that's the vast difference between Paris and and Disney World. Yeah, is the space and the the extra stuff and eateries and things to do and things to see. It's, mm-hmm. it's just. It's just a bigger scale. Uh, I think we were both really, really impressed with um, Slinky Dog in particular. Yeah, Slinky Dog's really cool. I think really it's a cool. really, really good coaster. Awesome idea. To be able to create a coaster that, that everyone can enjoy. Like, it's a really good, fun coaster. It was a lot more thrilling than I was expecting it to be, actually. Uh, they just found that happy balance that, that that is great for kids or people that don't like coasters. But it's not dull... For people who like do a lot of coasters, yeah, there's still enough to keep people interested. So yeah, I think it's really good, and and it's one of those that you always want to ride. You always want to go to the park and get on Slinky Dog. Definitely, we we didn't get to ride it at um, night time, which I really wanted to do. Yeah, so that's something we have to hopefully try and accomplish next time. I'm not overly bothered about aliens, welling sources. No, no, it was fun, but it's like, way down on my list of priorities. I think it's one of the it's it's one of those that that. When the traffic dies down, mm-hmm. it's like teacups, right? Your teacups is awesome. You always got to go on teacups, but would you queue for hours and hours to go on teacups? No, no. And I think that's the thing. Yeah, is that you know, it's it's lessons now. But Toy Story Land has always been has been quite busy since it opened. Yeah, and I I would be, it's not the kind of ride that I'd queue for. Yeah, that's to that fair. Extent. That's fair. And I was I was really impressed with the like I said, the refreshment areas and places to eat and that kind of thing. Um I had an amazing uh rope 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 root beer ice cream float uh from Woody's lunchbox. 
um, and that was really really good um, and I liked the way that they have changed the entrance into uh, Midway Mania that works really yeah, well it's it, kind of left Pixar place a bit weird now I do and like I don't Midway know what's going to happen there but Midway Mania is a brilliant oh, attraction know, now I'm not uh, I'm going to be like off gluten I might be I might be awesome at it now because you joined so a little I'm so bit. bendy <laughs> I might be. I'll be like. Yeah. Bang. Do you think? Do you think um, this whole joints and pain issue is why you didn't achieve Galactic Hero this year again? No. You didn't, did you? I didn't. You do... didn't get it again. Right. I've got my Galactic Hero sticker and photo. Yeah, but it's like more than two years old now. It is more than two years old, but I feel bad for Kai because he's got so much to live up to, and if I keep like doing stuff like that. It's going to make him feel bad. So I'm giving him chance that he can be Galactic Hero. Okay. So yeah, so I'm being a good dad. Well, I purposely don't sit next to you on, on both Buzz Lightyear and Midway Mania because it's just too hard because you always score a ridiculously high score. Um, and then, yeah, the other, the other thing that was completely new to us because we were there the very day that it opened was, of course, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Before you go on to that. Yes. I always say, just thinking about like aliens, spoiling saucers and stuff. Uh-huh. I am talking about that from my perspective. We don't have young kids. No. Right? And, and, and I think that's another thing going back to you saying that the feel of the theming is yeah, simple. No, I, I completely get it. I think it. To, a, to a seven-year-old, it's yeah. been awesome. I, I'm like this, anything that I'm talking about now, I'm talking about my own personal perspective. Sure, of course. Like. I, if, if you want me, to, if if I was giving a, a overall view, but I think it's all amazing because it's going to suit different people, different age groups, and that's the point. Yes, that's the point of Disney, and that's why I love Disney. There's definitely something for everyone. Something in this for part. everyone, no matter what age you are. So I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying, oh, it's just rubbish, all rubbish, it's all rubbish, like across the board. Nothing's rubbish at Disney, but for, there's going to be some things that you personally like more mm-hmm. than other things. Um, I love. Slinky Dog. I love Midway Mania. I don't care for Alien Twirling Saucers. If I've got a queue, a lot for it. But yeah, it's I think be... we didn't. We wait for like thirty minutes. Yeah, awesome fun for kids, or awesome fun if you're a massive Toy Story fan. You know, and that's what it's catering for. So yeah, I just want to throw that in there because I'm not. I'm not rubbishing it. It's absolutely amazing. But it's um, yeah, just my view. I'm just an old grumpus. That's fine. Yeah, well, you, you are. That's okay. That's okay. But you did love Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, right? It's... it's yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, you know, but the thing is... Right, right, so... When we did this podcast last week, you said that you weren't going to watch any videos from Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> I was waiting and for I, this. And I said to you, oh, I bet you will. I bet you. And you were like, no, I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to go there next year, having not seen anything. And, and literally, then, and then, within minutes of the first video going up on YouTube showing Rise of the Resistance, <laughs> you, you've watched all the videos on YouTube about Rise I of the Resistance. I couldn't help myself. We were even watching it on the TV in bed at I like know. midnight, different videos I of know. Rise of the Resistance. I know. So, oh, it does look good there, doesn't it? It's amazing. Oh my gosh. It is amazing. No way can they build that in Paris. But it's amazing. Yeah. It's so good. Well, Paris is getting its own mini Galaxy's Edge, I believe. They won't, but they can't build that. Though, but they're not going to have. They haven't got the, the the floor space to cater for both those attractions. So it'd be interesting to see what they end it up is with. Super good, like like every part of it, and and you know from the queue, the various interaction areas, the way you transition from different parts of it, um, 
and that, like there's, there's, it's like three or four rides in one. Um, the story, the content, the vehicles, the theming, that oh, it's just everything. Yeah, it's everything that a, a, a good like experience and ride should be, and it's about Star Wars, so awesome. I think we're gonna have to ride it at least two or three times two or next 300 year. times. It's amazing. How many times did we ride Smuggler's Run? Was it three? Yeah, I think it was three. And to be honest, that was just to get uh, like I you know, sit at the chess table and stuff. I love the chess room. I love being on the Falcon. Yeah, well, you've got the whole opportunity just to wander around the. Um... There'd be no one on it. <laughs> There'd be no one there. Everyone would be in the queue for Rise of the Resistance. That's very and true. Run be empty. Yeah, what is funny is I remember um, obviously because we were there on the day that Spongler's Run opened when Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opened um, on the My Disney Experience app. It actually showed the wait time for the ride and then um this week since rise of the resistance opens it's not been showing the wait time for the ride and the reason for that i found out today is that actually you know when uh we were there on opening day there were boarding groups for you to just go into the land yeah they've been using the boarding groups this week just to go on rise of the resistance yeah makes sense so you can't just walk in and queue up for the ride that would be queuing all the way out of batu yeah all the way back other way yeah it'd be round yeah so um i think it looks so cool like well done disney yeah well done that is just an epic piece of work it is there's there's, there's very little bad things to say about galaxy's edge so uh, i i don't know if this is on your thing but we're talking about star wars so i'm gonna bring it up well start oh hang on i may be thinking on the same lines as you so my next bit of my notes says what in the park needs to be changed next and top of that list i've got is star tours is that where you were going yeah i've got got a long list on this okay okay so start star tours Mm -hmm. so one question Mm -hmm. is has it had its day well, this is yeah. it. Has it had its day completely? And should it be kind of bedtime for Star Tours? Or? Well, I've had someone contact us this week. In fact, our mate Andy has contacted us this week with his thoughts our on Star Andy. Tours. Our mate Andy. Yeah. Um, and so I'll let you say what you want to say. I think you know what he had to say about it as well. But I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. Yeah. So what? Let's. Also, Andy was on about um, linking the exit of Star Tours. So that you come out in Galaxy's Edge, right? Yeah, yeah. Instead of coming out through Tatooine Traders and ending up in that bit that very close to um, the Backlot Express. Yeah. Well, look, you, so between Star Tours and and the Galaxy's Edge, you've got Pizza Rizzo, the romantic restaurant. Oh, yeah, that place. That place to propose. Yeah. Yeah. You've got Mama Melrose. You've got um, Muppet Vision. So you've got a lot of real estate there. Yeah. Now, so yeah. I, so you're saying you'd have to. It literally does block the two areas. It, 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 yeah, it's 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 covering the whole area between. So it would be quite a lot of work, I think, to to just to build an exit, and it would be quite a long exit to get to. Mm-hmm. So the, the, there's there's two ways of doing it, I think. Well, no, all right, three ways. One, um, it's it's bye bye Star Tours, end of. Um, I don't. Such I, I a don't, classic, yeah, though, yeah. isn't it? I don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen. Um, because it's it's easily updatable. 
Definitely, right. especially so, with all the new things, all the new movies coming out, and you've got Mandalorian now, and then other new stories that are going to come out soon. It's constantly so, going to be stuff available. So I, I think that's cool, and and a simulator is a really good ride again for all ages for yes. people that want to have a bit of a thrill but don't want to go on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it all ages from from you know the kiddies to the grandparents. So it's cool from that point of view. So I'd, I'd rather it didn't go. I really like it. Um, but I think that that you can either relocate it, so pick it up and move it. But it's such an epic task to do that. Yeah, definitely. So I think because of where the the kind of the wall is through the batu, if you could wall from the entrance past the side of Muppet Vision all the way round um, Star Tours and past where they do the Jedi training. Yeah. Right, and make all of that. Batu, so then essentially Muppet Vision becomes used. Well, my oh, so you're was, taking about you're talking about taking away mm-hmm. Muppet Vision, taking away Mama Melrose, taking away Peter the Christmas Rizzo. shop, the like yeah. Muppet store, okay. and make that another extension of all part of Batu. Fill that whole edge. space in with more Star Wars. Yeah, well, because the the like Muppet Vision could be a mix between like a live action show. Like mm-hmm. a short 10, 15 minute show, some stunts or whatever, and um, like orchestral stuff. So, like like playing all the amazing John Williams music and whatnot. Uh-huh. So, like live music. Like when you go to, like in Disneyland Paris and the show buildings there, you, you can go and have the live music at Disney at Christmas with the big band and the singing. And oh, and yeah. then sometimes they do like the Marvel stunt show and that kind of thing. Yeah, and... so do that kind of thing. And you can, you can mix the shows up and you can, you can have some, yeah, live action acting stuff. Or you can have some music, whatever, a few different things. So you still use the, the Muppet biz thing. I'll be absolutely cut to miss to lose Muppets as well. So it's not a it's not a win. No, it, I mean, gosh, you love Muppets, and also well, I want every to have, every single year that we go there, you sit on that fountain outside Muppet Vision and have your photo taken. I know, I, I, and so I, I want to see a new Muppet thing. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. is is. But you'd be happy for that to be elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, because I, even in another theme park. Yeah. Pizza Rizzo um, can be something, I don't know, just something. That would be a good place for the Star Wars meet and greet, right? Pizza in that Rizzo, building? Yeah, in that building that Pizza Rizzo in, it's on two floors, and that's where you can meet Vader, Kylo Ren, whoever you want to meet, right? Yeah. Getting out of... Because that's still currently all still going on in the launch bay. Yeah, so that, that can go in there, and then Mama Melrose can be a, a table service Star Wars restaurant. Like actual Ooh. proper table service Star Wars restaurant. Yes. Um, where you can get yeah, you can sit down and have a meal. I like the in, in, that, in, in a in a you know in a less cantini feeling environment. Yeah, Because when you when you eat in Galaxy's Edge, it is very much a you d- you don't want to be there for very long because it's no it's rough and ready. And but that's the point, right? I Me mean, people. Yeah, agree. definitely. But yeah, to turn Mama Moro's into a, a Star Warsy themed restaurant. So yeah, all of that would be. All part of Galaxy's Edge, so it would just build on it, and you seal it off, and that solves the problem of. And then essentially, you would tours. exit Star Tours into. We would be in it. Yeah. Both the entrance and the exit would be in Galaxy's Edge. Okay, but uh, well, that wouldn't necessarily be Galaxy's Edge. You'd have like a Star Wars area with all kinds of stars bordering the kind of fictional well, land like of, of Batu. Yeah, so like the spaceport, isn't it? So you know. 
Yeah, so but basically... you, could cha- you could change the the beginnings or the ends of the Star Tours video, mm-hmm. the ends, mm-hmm. so you it ends with you landing in Batu. Uh, that already happened. No, I know, but on all of them, I said. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So then, you know, you come out of the ride and you're in yeah. Batu. Yeah. I like that idea. I think that would be cool. Um, there's plenty of other things in the park that needs to be changed as well, though. Right, well, lo- Loading Bay. Yeah. Right. All the Star Wars needs to come out of that. Yes. Um, the Star Wars stage needs to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I don't know what should go in any of those places, but-, but Star Wars needs to be confined now because otherwise it's-, it's just the Star Wars park and nothing else. Yeah, definitely. I love Star Wars, but... It needs to be contained it's, to one area. Hollywood Studios needs to get its identity back. I, I'm surprised Launch Bay is still going. I yeah. did not expect it to still be going this long after... But you know why, though? Galaxy's Edge Open. It's because, there's, because you know, there's so many other things that are, 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 are being done or need to be done. Yeah. That if they close that down as well, sure. again, it becomes... Well, it I literally mean, just becomes a place to walk through to get the Galaxy's Edge. Rise of the Resistance Open this week. The... Um, Mickey's Runaway Railroad opens in March. You know, once those other things um, are open and available to people and obviously taking the crowds a little bit more, maybe that's when we'll start seeing, you know, some of these other changes happening. And to certainly, I would hope, at least with it starting on moving the launch bay out of that, that building. So there's two other things that I think need to happen. Mm-hmm. I want to see a new restaurant. Yeah, in I, Hollywood Studios. I always feel like it's lacking restaurants in Hollywood Studios, and it's not. It's just that Hollywood Brand Derby is signature dining, and we've never really done much signature dining um, apart from the Cellier. Um, and then the other one that we don't go to is Sci-Fi Dining, because, because there's three of us, and the tables sit behind two each other, yeah. behind each other, and it just doesn't work. And I know you can sit right at the back on some tables that are more like normal, but, but normal also, tables, but that kind of defies the point of going But also it's there. a very specific theme, you yes. know. And, and so I think that's that. Um, oh, and we haven't gone to 50s Primetime Cafe because we just like having a quiet meal. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it, I'm, it, it, that's a, another great fun place. But again, it's, I, I think I'm just looking for a straight up like restaurant that mm-hmm. doesn't have that... The theming for for primetime dining and for sci-fi um, is quite extreme for an eating experience. Yeah, definitely. You know, where most most other restaurants, you will go in to a themed restaurant of and whatever. And it's just the decor that's and it's, themed. Yeah, for the yeah. most part. It's just the decor and you have your meal. Um, the food might be themed slightly, but whatever. Yeah. <coughs> but yeah, those two are quite full on. So I think it just needs something... Uh, that that is from a movie, you know, like I don't know, ha- have Tiffany's so you can go and have breakfast, or so I don't know. Tiffany's is a diamond and jewelers. Well, why are they having breakfast there? <laughs> You've clearly never seen breakfast at Tiffany's. Of course I've not. <laughs> are they in space? Uh, I see what you mean, though. I do. I think you're right. I think. Well, why are they having breakfast there then? Ah, it's been such a long time since I've seen it. Like, isn't it like she's been up all night and she's like in the beginning of the movie, she's looking at the diamonds in Tiffany's window. It doesn't matter. Right, but it would be a good play on words to have a a place called Tiffany's. That would work. That would work. But I'd like to see a little bit more just 
non-signature, less themed, less overtly themed restaurant in Hollywood studios. Yeah, and I know you've got um, what's to call it um, around the corner, but that's that's buffet style. I'm talking Hollywood about... and Vine. You've yeah. got Mama Melrose as well. Mama, Mama Melrose is quite nice. Um, it gets forgotten about, I think, because it's so tucked away, though. Yeah. But no, so I, I think I'd like to see a, a new or one of the existing ones replaced, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think maybe sci-fi dining could be replaced by a new restaurant. You would upset some people with that statement, but I probably would agree. But that's that's the that's the fun of Disney, isn't it? Is is because by either keeping something the same, you're going to upset people, or by replacing something, you're absolutely. Going to upset people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would like that. And the other thing, again, this is going to be controversial because I I love it, but I know at the same time it it's needs changing now because I probably don't go anymore is um, Indiana Jones stunt show yeah I had that on the list because you think right because kids now or up and up to I say kids young adults probably haven't even seen Indiana Jones oh there's a good chance you know there's there's gonna be a you know, people that up into their thirties wouldn't necessarily have seen Indiana Jones, right? Yeah. Um, and especially kids. I know Kai hasn't seen Indiana Jones. I, I need to force him to watch it, but it's hard to force him to watch any um, movie. But just that doesn't really matter because even if you haven't seen it, the stunt show itself is fantastic. It's a brilliant experience, brilliant spectacle, really clever, um, and it's awesome. It is awesome. It but, is awesome, and I I'm a little bit biased because um, I saw it as a kid. Loved it. Obviously, in 1989, Indiana Jones was like big, big news at that time. Um, and the stunts were really cool. It was action-packed. And I loved the ending with the, the plane blowing up and everything. Um, and I, I do remember, actually, when we first visited together in 2012, I really wanted to take you to see that. Um, and I had expected it to somehow evolve and change a bit since my childhood and the truth is like to this day it's still practically exactly the same as it was back then so it's hugely nostalgic for me and I love it but but that's the point though right (laughs) is is that um it never changes yeah and it's not like it's a a ride or an experience where you enjoy that experience is if you've seen it a few times, it's like watching the same episode of a TV show. It's just like, I, I know the line, I know what they're going to say, I know what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have the repeatability. And especially, I think people are going to Disney more frequently now than maybe they used to. You yeah. Because Disney, when I was younger, Disney was like that once-in-a-lifetime holiday. Like, literally, you were lucky to go. And if you did, like that was it. It was like once-in-a-lifetime, you'd never go again. You oh, just for, die happy. For British people, yeah. particularly, yeah. You just like die happy knowing that you've gone. But like people are going more frequently. It's yeah. more accessible. It's easier to get there, and you know. And yeah, I think I think it's it's content, and this is being unbiased. I love Indiana Jones. It's my favourite films. I love Harrison Ford. So I'm trying to be um, like kind of devil's advocate with it. Is that people? You know, it's it's quite an old subject matter now. You know, it's my childhood, but it's 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 out of date now. People don't know what that movie is, like the young, you know, younger people, <laughs> youngsters, the youngsters. Oh. Um, but also, yeah, once you've seen it once, and I think it could still stay as a stunt show, but it could just be, um, you know, whatever catchy title they want to call it, 
but they could use stuff from like different like Marvel movies or I was thinking Marvel you know and they could change it up you know it could be the same for a couple of years because you know I'd want to see it a few times but then change it again after a couple of years and change it again so you're not fixed to a theme and you can just keep mixing it up that would be really cool yeah but once you've seen that dude like run away from the ball and then just lie down in the little like trench so it can go over him or dodge the spikes and stuff it's like yeah seen it (laughs) i think i think you're right about an avenger stunt show i think that would be really cool and um do you remember earlier this year we saw those videos i think it was on the youtube channel um the dsny newscast where he was showing the um advancements in animatronics and there were those ones that basically get launched into the sky to do stunts that you just can't do with regular humans amazing there they, I, I don't know if anyone listening has seen these, but but you need to look them up online. Disney have developed these like free falling robot stuntmen. Robot stuntmen that get launched into the air and will just swan dive to the floor and oh, and they it looks are, real. It looks so real. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I could. I could say goodbye to Indiana Jones in favour of a kind of Marvel superhero stunt show that had those guys in because that would be. But to tie to amazing. tie in that kind of like performance stuff with the stunt stuff would be super super cool. And it would obviously it would be lapped up by audiences of all ages right now because you know even though we've just come to, to the end of of Endgame, um, it's still massively massively popular. But so. I think if they if they did it with a focus of 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 cycling through. The characters that they use, mm. and and not just Marvel. And I think they could do, you know, if you're talking about a thirty-minute, forty-minute show, mm-hmm. you know, you could have like half of it as Marvel and half of it as something else, or or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't have to be one kind of like subject matter. It's a good area. It's a good arena. It's a good. They've got loads of space there, and I think it's a good way to control crowds. You get a lot of people in there. Get some. Oh, out of the definitely. Park. Um, it, it just needs. It needs modernizing so i think that whole that whole i think i think theme across the i think its days are numbered and uh and i think that being the case because we didn't go and see it this year we should probably make it a priority to go and see it next year because it may very well be our last chance because the funny thing is as well it's got that little shop outside not the stand not the car but there's an actual shop that's kind of recent though that shop but that's why i find weird though because every time i've because I've gone in that shop a few times, and I've looked at it a lot when I've been hanging uh-huh. around there. It's like always empty. Oh yeah, it yeah. Because, like Indiana Jones merch. Like, and no one's no who, one's like who's, really who's begging it. for it. They do need to make a new Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Harrison Ford does need to be in it. I still think Chris Pratt needs to be in Indiana Jones. I agree. Um, but I I still think um Indiana Jones needs to be in it. Um, yeah, but I think you're right. Overall, the attraction probably does need to turn into something else. Um, I don't know what Launch Bay would be, though. I don't know what Launch Bay would be, um, but it's a big old space, and I think that's a good thing. That has the potential to be any number of things. Um, there's really um, one other major thing on this list of things that needs to be changed next, and um, there's going to be a lot of people that don't think it needs to be changed at all, but I've got Fantasmic down on the list. Um, and the reason I put it on the list is not so much that I think it needs to be changed. I'm just pretty sure it's going to be changed soon because um, if you don't know, Fantasmic also happens over at um, Disney 
Tokyo Disney Sea in Japan um, on the kind of lake that they have there and that if it hasn't stopped already it is being stopped very very soon I don't know what's replacing it but it's been kind of happening there almost as long as it has been in Florida so I think, think that there's a possibility it might go in Florida at some point soon as well it's been running a long time wishes has changed mm-hmm. illuminations has now changed yeah so it's about time, you know, obviously Animal Kingdom's had rivers of light and stuff. It, it, it's time for, for something a, new, different. A, a new thing, yeah. And I, and I don't think they should, you know, like bulldoze it all and build something else there. I think this should still be a show. But I just think the I mean, whole... It needs a nighttime show. It yeah, definitely yeah, definitely. Needs a nighttime show. Definitely. And so I think, yeah, they need to just replace it with um, something new, something fresh and, and different. Yeah, I think um, I do. I, I I love the look and feel of Hollywood Studios. I really do. Um, I think it's just it's gone from like I said, it was right up there. It really was right up there as as, as a part. And and I think I I think I think Galaxy's Edge has challenged the park more. But I think that's a good thing because yeah. I think it's on the up and up. Yeah, but I, I think what it's done though is it's 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 made the the Galaxy's Edge has made the parts of Hollywood Studio that need updating stick out more because Galaxy's Edge is so amazing. Yes. Right. So then all the older bits of Hollywood Studios, and that's why I, I I'm saying that that Galaxy's Edge feels like a separate park. It almost was like a fifth park, mm-hmm. and you have to just walk through Hollywood Studios to get there because it it does feel. Yeah, it does feel different. It just yeah. ma- it just makes that part seem a little bit tired. And I, I think I'm just frustrated with 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 like the length of time that the the Chinese theatre has been closed. Yeah, well, it will be open when we go back, and uh, and when we do go back, you'll not only have Mickey's Runaway Railroad. Ra- I can't say that right. Railroad. Ra- railroad. Go like, oh, Jonathan Ross when I say it. It's bizarre. Anyway. Um, there are still a bunch of attractions we've still never ever done in Hollywood Studios, even after all this time. Uh, one is the Voyage of the Little Mermaid. No. Do you even know what I'm talking about there? No. It's a live stage show with no. yeah. songs and stuff. We've not done the Frozen one. And uh, we've not done the Frozen sing along either. No. We've never seen the Beauty and the Beast stage show. No. Uh, which I is think surprising you to do that. because you love Beauty and the Beast so much. It's it's the best songs in any Disney movie. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast. I love them. Yeah. Bonjour. Well, Bonjour. you get to Bonjour, sing along Bonjour, Bonjour. because in Epcot, opening soon in Paris on World Showcase, there is a specific Beauty karaoke. and the Beast sing-along show. Yeah, they don't call it karaoke, do they? They don't call it karaoke. But do you know what, though? I, I do need to say that that um, before you bring those out, is is Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster. Yes. I think it needs a refresh. On the theme, especially inside the ride, the queuing system's all right, but inside the ride. But keep it Aerosmith. I think so. I, it's a difficult one, isn't it? You know, because you could make it all sorts of things. I think Aerosmith are cool. Um, Like everyone knows Aerosmith, right? Aerosmith, not like Aerosmith. Aerosmith, like whether you're into that kind of music or not, Aerosmith just can't make a bad song. No. Like there's every Aerosmith song you can just put on, listen to, sing along to. Everyone knows the words. You want to dance? But I love Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah. Like I remember going to Disneyland Paris, like the first time I went there, I got on that ride, 
loved it and literally I got off it and got immediately back on it again. You did, yeah. Like, <laughs> and I, I love rock and roller coaster. It's, I mean, I love roller coasters, right? But like, yeah, I love that ride. And to have the speakers there, like, they need to change some of the tracks and play different Aerosmith songs, maybe. Yeah. Change the intro movie. Yeah, that's old now. Um, but yeah, I love that. I love that ride. And I love Tower of Terror, and and I I, I see no need to make a new to, movie. To they need it. to make a new movie, Tower of Terror, to tie, tie in tie it in. Yeah, they do. They do. It could be really, really good. Um, next Tower of Terror, you've got the uh, Lightning McQueen Racing Academy that opened. We didn't go. End there of last year, year or this year, and we were going to go. I I don't know what. I think I just forgot about it because it's so easy to miss. Well, you come out of you don't look at it because you've got to go round past. And it's difficult because those kind of areas are like dead ends. They are. Well, you 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 can't go through to anything, can you? No, and it's not. That's not very good design of a park to have those kind of dead ends because you can literally miss. Yeah. Those areas. and and that's what we did. We didn't. We we did Aerosmith and Tower Terror and whatnot, but we. Didn't I think go we just literally missed it because we forgot about it and yeah. we didn't happen to see it. But we still need to do it. Um, the only other thing on there's two things left on this list of things we've not done. Technically, one of them we have done, and I've put down the Mickey Sorcerer Mickey meet and greet. We did do it when it was in the building that is now Launch Bay many yeah. years ago. Um, but he now ha- has a little area, I think, opposite the ABC commissary, yeah. which is the best quick service on uh, Hollywood Studios, yeah, uh, for sure. Um, and um, the other, the other one on the list is the Disney Junior Dance Party. I we probably won't do that. We probably won't do that. I think the dance party is different from the stage show that was there before. And we did do the stage show in Paris. That was amazing. Um, really with, with Kai, because Kai was a toddler then. And I think you had the likes of Handy Manny. Yeah. And uh, Little Einsteins. Is that still going in Paris? I don't know. If it is, you need to go and see that. I don't care if but it probably, But it probably is different shows now. I mean, obviously, this is we're talking 10 years ago and... and I think it was called... Yeah, it was so good. It wasn't though. Disney Junior then. I think it was called Playhouse Disney as well. Um, but it was ace. It was like all kind of puppets and stuff and all the kids in there loved it. And then there were at various points, things fell from the ceiling. There was a bit where bubbles came down everywhere and a bit with glitter and streamers yeah. and stuff. No, the Hot Mickey's Clubhouse and, and... It was really good. And Honey Man, that was good. Yeah, I like that. So but, yeah, if you, you... But you're not tempted to go and do it again. Well, <laughs> Take Kai. Well, <laughs> Aged 15. It, it, it's it's weird, isn't it? It's, Sitting it's down one, on the carpet. It's one of those things like like Kai wouldn't go in it. No. So then, do we go when Kai's not with us? And no, no, we don't, we don't, we don't. We just we leave that I'm to like, to the parents of I'm small like. children. But yeah, so um, but I do. I I like more music. I want the music to be louder. I love the music. I love all the the kind of stuff. In Hollywood music. Studios. Yeah. I love the music around the the kind of streets as you go in and, and Hollywood and, Boulevard and all that. And the best the best thing I think about Hollywood Studios are the characters. The citizens of Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, they are one of the best things. They, they are, are awesome. They are fantastic. Super funny. Yes. Really good, really engaging. Um yeah, so that's really cool. I yeah. do like them a lot. Um I think, you know, just all in all like I, I said a moment ago, this is a park that is on the up and up. It is constantly uh, evolving and changing and where it was in a massive state of flux a few years ago and it w- it felt like a half-day park, which is crazy for Florida. Um, I don't feel like it's a, a half-day park anymore. 
Um, and <laughs> you got a key for half the day now. It's true. <laughs> I think the thing is, right, is, 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 is it sounds, I feel like I've been really negative about the park and, and, and it's, it's a park that I love and I'm not, I think it's just because it is in either, it is changing or it needs to change and it's, it's just difficult, you know, it's, it's been a long process and we may end up feeling a little bit disheartened in a similar way with Epcot and all the changes going on there because they're going to take a long time too. But I think... Um, but Epcot's got the advantage though because A, it's so vast. Yes. And, you know, World Showcase is its own thing, True. you know. It's so... it's Again, it's like two parks that are joined together. Um, so it... And there's got to be so much going on in Epcot imminently anyway um, on the other side whilst that's still being built. So, But the overall takeaway is that even with these major improvements that cause a lot of upheaval and uh, and change the dynamic of how these theme parks feel, it, it, ultimately it's completely worth it because the stuff Disney Imagineering is doing right now is is just fantastic. You know, we hold on to these things that we we've held so dear and and that we grip onto the nostalgia of, but um when when Disney open up that new thing, whatever that new thing is, suddenly the nostalgia just you know it's not gone completely, but you're able to safely put it away in that box and and enjoy what's new. And, I th- I th- I think, and that's good. I think you got to do that thing with Hollywood Studios right now, where where you can either look at it as a challenge and 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 as difficult and maybe a bit negative, or you can flip it around and make that challenge an opportunity. Yeah. Right. And I think that's where we're at at the moment with Hollywood Studios. Is yeah. Now, now Disney have an opportunity to do so many things, and whether that has to do with Pizza Rizzo and Muppets and what's going on over there, or Indiana Jones, Launch Bay, or whatever they're going to do with all the various things, there's a huge opportunity now to do something maybe quite dramatic. With and that I'm excited about it. I'm really excited about it. It's it's going to be. I, I don't know when what the plan is because obviously they're throwing a lot of resources at other parks for for the, the anniversary. Yeah, I don't think Hollywood Studios is going to be to you know where where it needs to be for them. How um before we wrap this up, um when we go next year, how soon into the trip do you think it's going to be before we end up at Hollywood Studios? It's um, normally quite far down the list, and it's normally at least half a weekend before we make it over there. Do you know what I probably do? I probably do maybe on the first couple of days, is go like last thing at night. Uh huh. Because um, it's it's a good way to judge crowd levels, but because things start quieting down, you know, parents have left with their kids and stuff. Sure. Is to go late at night because that's where it's always good to go to Pandora because the queues. Like you can you can get even oh so you're thinking bus. about taking that 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 tack will rise of the resistance yeah yeah well because I think to go there and hang out like the marketplace and the sh- shops and stuff will be quieter to have a mooch around but then to to just duck on rise of the resistance before it closes because mm-hmm. as long as you're in the queue just before the park closes you you're golden yeah so literally just just dive in there then and I think that that's what I'll probably do that sounds like a good plan um but I look forward to it that ride looks amazing yeah I'm looking forward to it a lot too. When is the hotel open? Twenty twenty one. That yeah. got announced this week, actually. Yeah, so a little while yet. It'll cost an arm and a leg. Uh, I'd like to know what other people think, though. So for for you guys listening, what do you think should happen with 
Star Tours. What do you think should happen then to to Pizza Rizzo and Mama Melrose and 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 the Muppet Vision? What should go into um, Launch Bay? Yeah. Um, do uh, just all of it essentially. I could like recap the whole thing. I'd just like to hear everyone's opinion on on. Yeah, because I think people agree, are going to have different opinions. Because the thing is, as well, though, is like I, I, I'm only in my like my daft head and my own ideas, so it'd be cool to hear other stuff. Because it might be like, wow, yeah, that would be amazing, and that would be cool. So I'd love to hear. And what how other might these people get in touch with you, Scott? Um, they can email me mm-hmm. at email at charltonsdoodisney dot com. Mm-hmm. It's like the easiest email at charltonsdoodisney dot com. And you will reply. Yeah. Because you're nice like that. So I'm not on any of the social media, so that's the only way that I can get involved or have a conversation is by email. But otherwise, um, Hannah is on the the Twitter, the Insta, Face thing. Yeah, yeah. You're on all all of that. All of that. Charlton's do Disney. Um, So that will conclude our little chat about Hollywood Studios. Um, And I think it's only right to move on to Animal Kingdom. For the next one, because we're saving Magic Kingdom to the, to the end. Of course, we're saving Earth. Magic Kingdom to the end. Yeah, the, the funny right, Epcot I think is my favourite part. Yeah, but Magic Kingdom is like that special, like special, special. Yeah, I always say Epcot is my favourite park, and then obviously that puts Magic Kingdom second. But we'll have to explore the reasons for that because yeah, I don't necessarily think that's true. Um, but yeah, that, so that's in a couple Kingdom of next. Of time. Yeah, Animal Kingdom. Should, should, we, should we not talk about um, Dinoland? Not talk about what? Dinoland. I think it? let's. Do it really quickly at the beginning, get it out of the way. It's yeah. like swallow the pill. Yeah, or, or omit it altogether. But um, we will, yeah, we'll promise not to talk too much about Dinoland because. We've done a lot of that in the past. Uh, yeah. And it's a challenge for you to focus on other areas of what is a massive, massive park. But they need to do some Zootopia. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we will talk we'll about talk it. About it. Um, again, if you've got any suggestions yourself for um, anything we might want to discuss when it comes to Animal Kingdom, please do drop me a message online or email us at, 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 at email at charltonstudisney.com. Dot com uh, and let us know what you're thinking and we will probably read it out and have a little bit of a chat about it and do you know what we should do once we finish with Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom yeah do Disneyland Paris we should do something about Disneyland Paris yeah because we have been quite a bit quite a lot yeah and we do we, we kind of do diss it a lot but then, we, it's, then it's, what it's, we should do is we should challenge ourselves a lot of it is joking to have not seriously. a really positive discussion about Disneyland Paris Disneyland Paris is, is amazeballs at Christmas go yeah. at Christmas go right now to Disneyland Paris yeah. stand in Main Street get snowed on Christmas music music from Up at Christmas Carol have a coffee in the cold in the dark awesome yeah. best place ever well, we will cover that too cool okay cool well I think that will leave it for now and uh, we will catch you on the next after dinner Disney see you later see you later bye <laughs>